This is Shop Talk Radio, episode 88, on personal branding with brand strategist Matthew Lloyd. Welcome to Shop Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, and on this show, we bring you inspiring guests to dive underneath the hood of the creative entrepreneur lifestyle to take your creativity, business, and life to the next level. What is up, everyone? We have Mr. Matthew Lloyd on the show again today, part two. Matthew is an OG Shop Talk radio guest from <laughs> a couple of years ago, episode nine. Welcome to the show again. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I want to do a little mini episode with you on personal branding since you are an expert in that and Matthew's done quite a few things in the last couple of years. I'll let you fill us in on a synopsis of the of the last two years since we talked last. Yeah, sure. Wow. Okay, in two years. Uh, the most recent thing I've done. <laughs> <laughs> quick story. Yeah, very quick story. Most recent is I just came off of a stint of being CMO at Misfit, which is a wearable technology company. Mm. Um, so they do activity, fitness, and sleep monitoring uh, through a, a number of products. So... Yeah, that that uh, company was just acquired and um, moved to Dallas. Wow! Um, and yeah. you do not want to live in Dallas. No disrespect to Dallas at all. I love Dallas, uh, but my life is in San Francisco and <laughs> sometimes New York, as you can see. We hope New York more often these days. Yes, yes, <laughs> I'd be fine with that. <laughs> so, you, what have you? Tell us about Hue and Co. Absolutely, yeah. So, my next venture is Hue and Co. Uh, Hue & Co. is a brand agency, uh, primarily focusing on brand strategy. And mm. the power of that is obviously what I've leveraged from my career. So yeah. before Misfit, Mosey, my startup, which I think we talked about last time. Mm -hmm. um, and then a series of um, companies that I've worked for before in this capacity that were CPG, fashion, technology, so on. So Hue & Co. kind of leverages that. And uh, essentially, it is a boutique consultancy. So my goal really is to do what I do for four to five clients only. Awesome. Um, yeah. So it's uh, limited spots. And I think the conversation you and I had last night was really about the power of how that actually applies to people's lives. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you'll be taking applications for clients <laughs> That's coming right. up soon. That's right. Spots are filling up. Uh, no, I'm, I'm blessed. Spot, spots are filling up. But we were also talking about the idea of personal branding. And, you know, there's a lot of people listening here that are creative entrepreneurs doing photography, doing illustration, design, fashion design, different yeah. things. And I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on how somebody can, or just the, the power of personal branding mm -hmm. and your thoughts behind that. And then we can go into a few tips and ideas around that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So most typically when people think about personal branding, it's actually a hot enough topic that most people who are entrepreneurs know what that means. Mm. So it may not be just about uh, the brand that they build for the company they've started, but they really understand that them as a personality is at the, uh, is at the center of their business. And so mm -hmm. therefore the brand that they build really has them at the center, which is actually probably the oldest concept in branding, really <laughs> a person at the center of a business. But I think what gets lost in the shuffle so often is that most of what gets talked about in this space is really about personal marketing. It's not really about branding. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of people spend time on the different channels and avenues that we all have at our disposal. They're cheaper now than ever. 
Um, it's really easy to get out in front of a larger group of people. And certainly the production value has never been higher for mm. less money. Yeah. So I think we've all benefited from that. And there's certainly nothing wrong with that. But what's really interesting, I, I feel, is that most of that really emphasizes, uh, emphasizes those marketing channels. Mm. Um, and so marketing growth is really at the center. That's why we have people uh, on Instagram who are just obsessed with popularity. But when you actually look at the content, mm. what's actually going into it, a lot of times it, it suffers a bit. And it's not that they don't have something to contribute. I fully believe that they do. But often the strategy behind what they're doing is is a little bit empty. Yeah. So I think that's ultimately, you know, in a in a business context, that's what I've spent my time doing, but also yeah. more and more these days, I'm having people who are successful, people who have vision, um, really tapping me for how do I actually build an incredible brand strategy for myself personally? Yeah. Yeah. What would be kind of a first step in doing something like that? Yeah, sure. So I see the, the realm of personal brand very similar to the way that I see the realm of brand for business, which is at the core, I think of it as people, truths, and stories. Mm. And it's those three concentric circles. So at the center is people. And really at the center of a personal brand is that person. So that makes perfect sense. And mm -hmm. on the business side, we do that as well. We think about how people, founders, possibly the leaders, maybe the community, maybe an amazing story about the beginning of the company, mm. starting with the consumers you know, yeah. or the, the users. So in personal branding, it's really about the people. So it's it's uh, the person at the center. It's the people that influence their lives. It's the mm. people that they touch and really looking for the, the potent connection between people. And mm. I think when we all kind of dig for our happiness, I think that's what we all find is yeah. we want to be surrounded by good people. Right. In addition to that, then the next concentric circle out is truths. So what truths mean means in my world is, is that you have an opportunity to tap into the most high fidelity qualities of your happiness. Hmm. So uh, if, if for instance, you have a propensity towards photography yeah. um, and yet you have, a, you have a number of other things in your life, um, your ability to tap into your truths, what makes you happy? What are you great at? Mm. Uh, what brings you joy? How do you go into a zone? All the things that I'm sure your listeners yeah. are, are very familiar with. But the, those truths are really significant because what those actually do is start to mount a case for how a person needs to have brand pillars of sorts. Mm. And you can think of it as values, but if we're thinking about personal branding, it's probably pillars. It's the strategic differentiators at the center of who they are as a person that mm. helps them to differentiate in the category. It helps their story to stand out above and beyond other people who may seemingly be doing the same thing. Yeah. And it also helps them find more happiness because they're going to spend more time at the center of who they are as a person and what, what brings them joy and ultimately what creates value. Mm. The last, the last thing would be stories and what stories are really in the, in the realm of a personal brand is at a certain point along the way, we all need sound bites. I hate to say it, but that mm. is the world we live in. It doesn't just start with social media. Um, sound bites have been going on since the beginning of broadcast news. It's been yeah. going on since there was a town crier at the center of the village. Yeah. You know, sound bites are how we live our lives. And when we think about marketing, mm. uh, kind of where I started with this, we think about how we, we distill down the quality of who we are, not in a way that marginalizes who we are, mm -hmm. but in the way that, in a way that emphasizes it, 
um, in my work, we call it the cocktail party. Mm. And it's the idea that you, you can say in simple English or whatever you speak, um, <laughs> whatever your soundbite is, whatever your soundbite <laughs> is, uh, in simple English, it gives you the opportunity to be at a cocktail party and be engaging while you tell your story. So it's without jargon. Mm. It's, it's without eye roll. It's something that your mom would understand. Yeah. No disrespect to moms. They're more and more savvy these days. <laughs> but yeah, it, it becomes a very clear, simple story. And I think that's where we need those stories. And then, of course, stories extend on to your offering. So mm -hmm. the more you have to say in the world, the more you're producing, the more whatever, those that story can be consistent across all your channels. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, a couple of questions around that. Now, how can somebody kind of ask, what can somebody do to kind of dig up their own truths and like find what that is for themselves? Yeah, absolutely. So my, my mom wrote a book recently um, and she has a concept she calls um, a toxic skill. Mm. And the toxic skill is, I love this concept because it's this idea that you may be really good at some things mm -hmm. and they may bring you no joy. As a matter of fact, they may actually cause you a lot of pain. Yeah. Um, and we've all, we've all really experienced this. I think uh, this idea that there are things that you just grow up to know how to do, possibly you're validated in, in doing it, possibly you even make money doing it, mm -hmm. and yet it's not actually at the center of who you are. Mm. So, uh, and I've, I've got plenty of examples myself, but I think at the heart of this subject is really about getting to your joy. Mm. It's, it's getting to the way that you want to live your life. Um, there are so many uh, dialogues in this society and in any industry that any of your listeners are in that really mm -hmm. say that success looks like X. Mm. Um, and it's hard to fall outside of that and to find your own success. But I think first focusing on your happiness is important. Mm. That's good. That's good. I like that. And then, you know, I, I think, you know, something that I'm curious about as well is you mentioned the sound bites and telling your story. And mm -hmm. I think that's something I've actually struggled with in when I'm out in social situations. I mean, how do, how, can one learn to tell their story better or even better yet? Secondly, can you define even more what a soundbite would be or sure. could be? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think at the heart of a soundbite is really that the step before, which is the truths. Mm -hmm. So you want to be able to say something in the world that is actually accurate. So it's not just a soundbite because it's catchy, but it's a soundbite because it, it genuinely and completely sums up what you do mm. in, in, in a easy way. So, uh, the work that I do with my clients often where that, that begins is really nailing down the strategy, really understanding what are the core pillars of their business mm. or possibly their personal identity. And then in doing so we make sure, and we hit those notes, uh, as we create that cocktail party statement. Yeah. Um, so that way we know that they're putting that out there. And sometimes that statement is uh, created to be really digestible mm. depending on the category they're in. And sometimes it's meant to provoke. Um, so there, there's often opportunities that you can say something that you'll always get a raised eyebrow and someone's saying, what, what does that mean? Um, and that's, that's incredibly powerful. Yeah. Um, but in some in industries that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And what you actually want to do is take something very big and amorphous and actually boil it down to something simple so that mm. when someone hears it, they're like, I get it for the yeah. first time I get it. Yeah. You know, so there is a range. There's a, there's an art form to it. Yeah. Is this something that takes a while to really develop? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think at the heart of what I do, whether it be for executives in businesses or whether it be for people personally, you know, the more self-awareness, the mm -hmm. closer to the ground, the individuals who are making decisions are, mm -hmm. the easier the work is. 
Um, and, and so more times than not, you have someone who possibly brings someone like me in and there's a passion to the project and they've already done some digging and they believe in the work um, and they really want some truth and they really want to get to the heart of it. Mm -hmm. And for people like that, those are my favorite people to work with. I like that. I like that. What, what is your cocktail? I help leaders uh, understand and express their brands. Ooh. Yeah, it's really, it's simple. And at the heart of it, understand uh, for me is about the amorphous space of strategy. Yeah. Um, often the things that we believe in in business are too disparate. They're too far apart. Mm. They don't actually come together in a tight package. Yeah. So that's, that's helping them understand. And express um, simply means that we can then turn around and create a, a vibrant brand, mm. um, whether it be making commercials, uh, whether it be forming language, uh, whether it be a cultural event that really brings the stakeholders and the employees on board. You yeah. know? So there's all sorts of different ways to make sure that the brand comes to life and it's not necessarily through marketing. Yeah, I like that. And that's definitely like a, ooh, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> the provocative statement. I like yeah. it. I like it. So do you think, you know, we've known each other for a long time. You've seen my world and what I'm about. What would you think would be my cocktail? Ooh, wow. Ooh. See, now, Nick, you're trying to skip to the end. That's no fair. Skip to the end. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. No, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I probably couldn't quote it right off the bat. I would want to do it a little bit more intelligently than that. But, yeah. you know, the, at, at the heart of who you are, you are an artist mm. and you're an artist who believes in changing minds. Mm. And so I think your work is in my mind. I mean, what, what did we figure out? We've known each other for 18 years. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Could either so. of us be that old? <laughs> um, yeah. But um, you know, in your work, I, I see someone who really forces a conversation um, and that conversation could be about positivity. That mm. conversation could be about delight could be about aspiration. Mm. Um, but really your work drives people to get to that next place. And I think it's powerful. I, I think the the challenge that you'll have as you grow as an artist and your business continues to progress yeah. is how do you find a container that accurately expresses the power of what it all looks like together? Because mm. it's really easy to say, oh, I dabble over here. I do this, I do this. Um, but often that higher order message, yeah. uh, is the, is the unicorn. Mm. It's the thing that stitches it all together. It means I had a vision and often I joke that this is the process of reverse engineering. <laughs> so I had a vision and from that vision, all these beautiful things were born when in reality, anyone who has worked, uh, anyone who's been in the workplace, you look at your CV mm-hmm. and your, you create a through line. That's like back in the beginning, I started as a blah, blah, blah. And now I'm a, now I'm a this, and it looks so <laughs> clean, but at the, at the time you were like, holy shit. You know, what am I doing? Should I even stay at this job? This is crazy. Yeah. But through time, all of those things together actually start to make a lot more sense. And I think in building a brand, that's exactly what happens. Mm. You know, yeah, the it, it, Apple still has to figure out how to how to talk about the Newton. You know, it's like every, <laughs> everyone, everyone has their moments in between where they're like, whoops, lost our way a little bit. Now we're back. You know, so. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so how can one use the tools and the channels of today of, of the internet to tell their story and to tell their brand and, and use that to accelerate their brand story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, I, 
I believe that that's probably something that all of your listeners, or especially if they're tuned into you, um, all of their, your listeners are pretty keyed in on. I think the tools, you know, the the tools that are here today, the things that people are using, you know, obviously Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, absolutely anything that applies to your business and is a channel to tell your story, use it. Uh, it's easier now than ever to look bigger than you are, which I'm always a big fan of. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the biggest thing that I would encourage in this modern era of how accessible all this is, is get your story straight. Understand your strategy. Mm. Your right now uh, blows in the wind so often based on opportunity. So you're yeah. like, you're like, we build houses, and then someone comes along and says hey, how do you feel about gardens? And you're like, we build gardens, you know, because <laughs> you're following the money or you're whatever, you know? Um, so it's really easy to do business like that. But if you have a strategy and you say, actually, this is based on how I'm credible. Mm -hmm. This is based on the wins that I've had. This is based on what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. This is based on the leverage that I have to move into the future. Yeah. So it's building a brand on aspiration. Based on that, then when, hey, will you come make me a garden comes into play, you're like, that's nice and I'm tempted. But in reality, I have these seven things mm. that say that that's not a good idea. So I'm just going to have to pass. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I talk to my clients most about in business is the power of uh, discipline in mm. building a brand. Discipline is the most important thing because more times than not, you'll have more opportunity rather than less. And building a great br brand is about pairing. Mm. Um, it's about trimming down. It's about cleaning up. Um, so it's easy to say, oh, I'll do that. I can do that too. I'll pile that on as well. And you yeah. know, there's, there's maybe very few brands and people who have done kind of the Renaissance approach very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very hard, you know, studies show that, um, we're actually not nearly as good a multitaskers as we thought we were. Um, generally speaking, people <laughs> right. are, are really good at doing one thing at a time. Imagine that, Yeah. you know, yeah. so we just need to, I think, spend more time respecting that and saying, yeah. I, I need to be focused. I need to be clear. I need to mm. tell a clear story. Yeah. It is definitely about being focused. And I think, you know, there's this, there's this space of trying to figure out as the industries are shifting and, and, you know, when you started, I mean, you started a long time ago in graphic design and, mm -hmm. um, how did you focus or how do you focus when you're just starting out and yeah. you know, you still got to pay the bills, you still got to live. And well, I think that's where that, uh, the sketchy story to success happens <laughs> where you, if you're just starting out, you know, so much of what I'm saying is generally theoretical yeah. because if you have to keep the lights on or you have to put kid in, or food in your kid's mouth, then that wins, you know, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, and no one needs to stand on principle and starve. That's not interesting at all. Right, right. But I think what you want to do is start to point yourself in the direction of your truth. Mm. And earlier on, you have less leverage, so it's harder to do that consistently. But if you do it with a certain amount of principle, even when you have to back off of it, you know where you're going. Yeah. Um, and so as more and more opportunity presents itself, more and more resources, you can clean that up and get tighter and more focused along mm -hmm. the way. And to this day still, I mean, in, in the midst of being a part of a startup that then was sold and, you know, the work that I did on that brand before it was sold, very, very proud of the work. Yeah. Um, but even that story did not end up the way I had planned, <laughs> you know, um, and you just at a certain degree, you just got to roll with the punches and, and keep creating. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So there's a lot of homework to be done in terms of <laughs> self-examination. And as you're going through the journey, I think it's good to kind of take note of what you're interested in and what you're gravitating towards mm-hmm. and what, you know, finding, discovering your truths as you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, what is very common in that process is people pay more attention to trend Mm -hmm. than they do what makes them happy, where they have leverage, where they're different in the marketplace, yeah, where they have gotten small prompts along the way that this is what makes them truly unique. Yeah. And those are powerful insights. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this little mini fun podcast. I know, mini podcast. I love this. Yeah, I love a little little podcast jam on branding. And, <laughs> and I appreciate what you do and your expertise. I've always looked up to you in, especially in the branding space and, and your knowledge and, and uh, talent. So Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, Nick. Thanks again. All right. Take care. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Shop Talk Radio with Matthew Lloyd on personal branding. I'm your host, Nick Onkin. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love it if you could help us out by leaving us a review over on iTunes. Helps us get higher in the rankings. And if it helped you out, share it on Facebook, Twitter, all the social channels. And if you want to hear Matthew's previous OG episode, go to shoptalkradio.com slash EP9. And this one is going to be at shoptalkradio.com slash EP88. So with that, go out, create your life with every moment, and we'll see you next time. Mm